0: Welcome in to another episode of the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah, along with Jordan Sherwood, who's playing hurt. That's right, he broke his foot. We'll get into that, to that in a second. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam a. Abdallah. Follow him on Twitter at 1on1063. It's been a few weeks. We've had some technical things, some broken feet, all that good stuff happening, but now we are back. For a UFC pay-per-view event, UFC 278, a big fight between Kamara Usman and Leon Edwards, the best pound, one of the best pound-for-pound pound fighters in the UFC, Kamara Usman, tries to stay unbeaten as he faces Leon Edwards in this rematch. But first off, and most importantly, Jordan, how are you doing?
1: I'm fine, just as long as I don't get any foot stomps, which uh, one of the fighters, Marab Divishvili, likes to do in his fights. I'll hmm. be fine. Yeah, broke my foot playing a little basketball. You can respect that. You know, I can, as long as happen. it's
0: true. I mean, there's no video, so as long as it's true.
1: <laughs> it is true. Uh, you know, I, 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 I broke my broke my foot, then played basketball on it for another 35 minutes, then went to the White Sox game that night, walked around the entire stadium, felt fine. Next day, it looks like something out of Alien. My wife, Jess, was like, eh, let's go look at that. So I texted my orthopedic uh, surgeon uh, friend, and he's like, yeah, you got to come in and see me. So broken foot, walking boot. I'll be walking around Football Fest on Saturday. In a walking boot, come say
0: hi. That's right, come say hi. ESPNFootballFest.com to register. Uh, it's going to be at the Hard Rock Casino in Northwest Indiana. Come hang out. Come, you know, it's not. It's an. I assume it's one of those removable
1: casts, so people can't sign it. Uh, but take, yeah, 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 we're not going to have people sign it. But no. you come. They should come see me and you. Yeah, we'll go to the sports book. We'll place a parlay on the fights that night. Oh yeah, and that's right. Absolutely.
0: Then I got to drive back to cash that ticket though. It's not that far. It's just outside the city. That's exactly. why it's easy to get to. And you should. come. Come, and you should absolutely come and hang out with us. And Fat Jack will be there as well. You can get your your picks at uh, fatjacksports.com. Fat Jack will be there. We're doing a gambling roundtable with him. Uh, myself, uh, Chris Black, and Carmen DeFalco, so that should be fun as well to talk to Fat Jack. You can see him in person, get some of his picks as well, and his uh, you know plays for the season coming up. But let's get into UFC 278. We'll start with this, the beginning of the main card, Tyson Pedro, Harry Huntsucker. See, the problem with this card here, Jordan, is that it's not great. Like, we don't need to sugarcoat it. We don't get paid by the UFC. It's not great. There's a lot of heavy favorites in this one, but That means a lot of potential for early round stoppage, which I like to see. I like seeing dudes tap out. I like seeing dudes getting knocked out, as long as everybody's okay. I like seeing dudes getting knocked out. This one has the potential for some of that, as Harry Hunsucker is a plus 540 favorite. Tyson Pedro is minus 740. Some of the biggest odds we've talked about here on the podcast. How do you see this one as we open up the main card on UFC
1: 278? Yeah, look, you're right. There's a lot of odds. There's a lot of odds of one sided or the other, so you gotta get creative, as you alluded to, and this is You know, I've also, uh, several times on the podcast, talked to you about this is uh, equates to a WWF squash match. This is um, King Kong Bundy versus Joe Smith. You know, Tyson Pedro is King Kong Bundy. Harry Hunsucker is Joe Smith. It's kind of funny because Harry Hunsucker, if you shaved the head, probably would look like King Kong Bundy because he's, you know, an enormous heavyweight, now coming down to light heavyweight. This is a showcase fight for Tyson Pedro a guy that the UFC was high on when they were really trying to you know, interface themselves in Australia and New Zealand. He fell on a little bit of hard times. Then he just couldn't get healthy. He was just out for four years. A multitude of injuries put him out. But this guy is actually one of the original mixed martial artists of uh, New Zealand and Australia. Actually, I think his father was one of the first practitioners. Um, so I think he wins. He wins handily because he's just too explosive, too well-rounded. But where I'm going to look for value, Abdallah, is he's going to get this fight to the ground in the first round, and he's going to look for a submission in the first round, and, and I think likely get it. He's got five wins by submission of uh, the eight victories that he has in mixed martial arts. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, and he's got black belts in a couple of other disciplines as well. But Harry Hunsucker's a guy, I think, to get overwhelmed uh, and then get taken down. And, you know, uh, Tyson Pedro snatches up an arm, snatches up a neck and look for that uh, that submission prop because, as you just said, I'm not going to lay uh, as much juice as I have to just for him to win straight up.
0: No, so Tyson Pedro to win by submission straight up, like you said, plus 275. To win by submission in the first round is 3-1 to plus 300. So bet 100, win 300, bet 10 bucks, win 30 bucks. So there's definitely some value there. How about this? Did you know this? Did you know this? Can I outstump the MMA junkie that is Jordan Sherwood? That Harry Hunsucker, in his last two fights, he lost to Justin Taffa, but also lost to Pedro's brother-in-law, Tai Tuivasa.
1: I didn't know that he lost to, Ta- I mean, I knew he lost to Tai Tuivasa at some point, and I knew that Tyson Pedro and, and, and had that connection, but then I'll stump you. This will be the uh, second Hurricane that Tyson Pedro is fighting, hmm. because in his previous fight, he fought Ike Villanueva, who's known as the Hurricane, and this is Hurricane Harry Hunsucker.
0: I just think it's weird that he's fighting a dude who he's, he's now fighting his brother-in-law
1: yeah <laughs> like that to me just, is that I mean, to look, me is very keep, weird. Keep it, keep it in the family. but like, yeah, okay, but you were just saying, I think I heard you right. plus two seventy five for submission just in general, plus 300 in the first round. Yes. Well, then that, okay, then just the, I, I don't think the risk is worth the extra, you know, for the first you know, round twenty five. Yeah. So just plus two seventy five straight up submission win. Tyson Pedro likes to hunt for submissions. Harry Huntsucker has been taken down in all of his UFC fights. So I think just a submission prop straight up is fine at plus 275.
0: All right, our next fight on the main card, Jose Aldo against Murad Davishvili. He is minus 135. Jose Aldo, the legend, at plus 115, is the underdog in this fight, the 35-year-old, the king of Rio. He is a household name to anybody who watches any UFC or mixed martial arts, but he is the dog in this fight. How do you see this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is going to be... A a great fight. Probably the fight uh, on the card that I'm looking forward to the most. Because Jose Aldo just continues time and time again to reinvent himself. Uh, And look, he's won three fights in a row. He's won three fights in a row in the Bantamweight division. Uh, The first win of those three was a guy that we just saw successful in the main event last week in Marlon Vera. Jose Aldo's got leg kicks. He's got outstanding Muay Thai. He's got great takedown defense. Uh, and he, he's a guy that, you know, rarely gets finished. Uh, and he's taking on a guy in Marav Divishvili that just is a legit grinder, grinds for 15 minutes and an extremely hard pace. And if you don't believe me, go back and watch the last time we saw him, which was September of last year. So it's been a while. The Marlon Moraes fight is bonkers for the two rounds that it lasts. I mean, it was literally a 10-8, maybe even a 10-7 round. For Marlon Moraes, uh, and then Muradiev has really somehow survived, and then overwhelmed uh, uh, overwhelmed Mar- Marlon in the second round to get the finish. Um, he's going to probably have to do the same against Jose Aldo, and I don't think that that actually happens. I like the dog in this fight. Ooh. I think Jose Aldo has seen enough of guys that are like you know grinding wrestlers that could push a pace. Uh, that don't have the, the striking that Jose Aldo uh, is going to be able to showcase. And until I see that the wheels are completely off of a guy like Jose Aldo, and we've thought twice, you know, the two losses to Max Holloway when he lost the featherweight championship. And then the three, the three losses to Marwin Moraes, Volkanovsky, Peter Yan, but Jose Aldo's back. And yeah. I think this is a wrestler that's got fundamentally growing striking is an advantage for Jose Aldo. So I think, Right now, as it stands, recording the podcast here on a Wednesday, I like Jose Aldo to win the fight.
0: So if you're looking at some weird stats in this fight, uh, the machine, Devashvili, has a seven-fight win streak where he's posted 46 total takedowns, including two fights where he hit double-digit takedowns in the fight. Now... Jose Aldo has the best takedown defense in UFC history. So you've got strength against strength here. And you think that Jose Aldo, the veteran, the hall of famer that he is, is going to be able to hold off uh, the machine in Davashvili here. And so you're recommending just straight up, no method of victory, nothing like that. Just the dog plus 115 money line.
1: Yeah, I do. Because I think, you know, Jose Aldo is going to have the advantage of uh, the standup for sure. Unless Rob Davashvili has, you know, improved. And quite frankly, he could. We haven't seen him since September. He's got a great camp. You know, the longo Sierra camp is outstanding. So he certainly has shown development. I mean, he trains every day with Aljamín Sterling, the current champion uh, of the Bantamweight division. But Jose Aldo has seen a wrestler like this before that's going to come forward and look for takedowns. And you got to also remember this is a 15-minute fight, not a a 25-minute fight that Jose Aldo is uh, is prepared for. Saw the videos also of Jose Aldo, you know, uh, of the Embedded Series. He looks great. He looks ready. The one thing that you probably do have to consider is that this, this fight's going to be at altitude. You know, it's going to be taken, obviously, at Salt Lake City, so you do have to deal with that. So cardio is going to be a factor. But, I, 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 look, we've, we've seen Jose Aldo go 50, 25 minutes for years now. And this is a 15-minute fight, so I, I think Jose Aldo... As the underdog gets the upset.
0: Also, the shortest odds uh, on the main card so far. I mean, it is. It's not. We're not not so far because the next fight we're going to go to Paulo Costa against Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold, a plus 285 underdog. It's his first appearance in the octagon in over three years. Uh, he's a former middleweight champion. Uh, but Paulo Costa here is minus 345 on the money line. Another huge, huge uh, favorite here as we go into this co-main event here at middleweight.
1: Yeah, I don't like this matchup for for Luke Rockhold. I'm not sure why he's deciding to come back to fight. The last time we saw him, we cashed on Jan Blahovich as the underdog. That fight was at light heavyweight. That was in 2019. Uh, so now all those years later, Luke Rockhold, at once again at 37 years of age now, is going to try and cut, uh, make the, the the cut back to middleweight, and he's an enormous 185 pound fighter. Um, and he's a guy that's going to have to, you know, look probably get this fight to the ground against paulo costa that's got very good takedown defense and is a monster in in the phone booth i mean there's a reason why this guy's called the eraser is because he absorbs strikes and then you know knocks people out or utilizes volume to knock people out and luke rockhold's been chinny uh we've seen him get knocked out in three of his last four fights uh i don't like this matchup it's bad recipe for luke rockhold so I think it's an inside-the-distance play for sure with Paulo Costa. Probably under at one and a half. Uh, I, I think that, you know, Luke Rockhold is going to be put, taken out of there and taken out of there very quickly.
0: That's really the only value. I look at these, you know, methods of victory. Even Paulo Costa to win by knockout is minus 165. That's a lot of juice to lay. For a method of victory, when you have to rely on that knockout, the under one and a half is <laughs> minus 110. Bless you. Uh, the Palo Costa to win by knockout in round one is plus 175. Those are the lowest odds there. Uh, in round two is plus 330. In round three is plus 900. So you're looking at here, if you're gonna go play knockout or you're gonna play something like that, the best value, I would say, is like you mentioned, the under one and a half at minus 110
1: yeah i mean look paulo Costa is a guy that goes out and, and, and finishes people and quite frankly uh the same with luke Rockhold. luke rockhold's never gone to uh he's actually in 21 fights he's only gone to decision twice uh never lost via decision you know he's, he's always been stopped uh and two times he went to decision actually the last time that he did that was in 2012. so we're looking at you know uh, nearly a decade of, of fights that that he hasn't gone to the judges scorecards so Absolutely. I think that that's certainly in the cards. Um, you're probably going to have to combo Paulo Costa with someone else or two on this card to get that value. Because you're right, even at the $1. sixty-five, it's a lot of juice to lie for him to, to win the fight via uh, you know TKL. And uh, before we get
0: into a couple of the prelims here, our main event, Kamara Usman against Leon Edwards. Usman, I mean, you don't need to talk that much about him. He has not lost. 15 up, 15 down. He is... Pound for pound, one of the best fighters in all of USC or USC UFC. Uh, I mean, but Edwards hasn't lost since his loss to Usman. This is a rematch from a few years ago and from twenty uh, from 20, December of 2015. And you know, Edwards has beaten Vicente Luque, Donald Cerrone, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos. He poked Bilal Muhammad in the eye and probably should have been disqualified, but you know, they gave him whatever. That's fine. We're not. We're going to move on. We're not personally hurt by that one, but we're going to move on. And then a unanimous decision over. Nate Diaz on UFC 263 uh, in June. And now he's got to face again, Kamaru Usman for a rematch. And this isn't like, you know, reading and doing a bunch of research on this fight and, and knowing these two guys. And hopefully uh, we're going to be talking to these two guys uh, tomorrow. So make sure you check that out here on the unnamed MMA podcast as we preview UFC 278. But it's not like these guys hate each other. You know what I mean? This isn't like a rivalry Uh, Type of thing as we've seen with some of these rematches that we've previewed on this podcast. These are just two guys that are the best in their division and they're going to fight again. And that's, that's, it's been a few years since they fought and now they've gone through, you know, Edwards has kind of gone through the gauntlet and, and gotten back up to that, to that level. And now he's going to fight Kamara Usman again. Usman, a huge favorite, minus 390. Edwards plus 320 here on the money line. These are, I mean, this is a, a rematch from seven years ago. So is this, Fighters that are now a little bit more evenly matched than the last time they fought, or has the separation only gotten larger?
1: I, I think I think it's the same separation. I, I think that Kamaru Usman's wrestling was way too much for Leon Edwards to handle all those years back, and I think as you know, Leon Edwards' takedown defense and his wrestling, his grappling has certainly evolved. While Kamaru Usman's striking, you know, has evolved and. There's a couple of things to this. You know, 100% for sure, Leon Edwards deserves this opportunity. He's won, he has, he's unbeaten in his last 10 fights. Uh, but Kamar Usman has won 13 fights in a row, uh, you know, since the fight against Leon Edwards. And it's quite funny that only one common opponent between those, those two impressive win streaks, and that's Hafio Dos Anjos, the former lightweight mm-hmm. champion of the world. So that's odd. First off, did I feel like Leon Edwards' path to the championship didn't have a Tyron Woodley, didn't have a Colby Covington, didn't have a Gilbert Burns, and yet he's fighting for the championship against Kamar Uzman, a guy that Uzman stopped or dominated uh, against all of those guys. Uh, Kamar Uzman is motivated. If you've seen the the lead up, he he holds he holds grudges, like he holds resentment. He tries to find just like not comparing him and saying he's Michael Jordan, but you know how Michael Jordan just found whatever reason to like. Hate the guy, and that's what he's thinking about, and that's how he's going to dominate. Like the comment about Clyde Drexler always yeah. comes to mind. Oh, Clyde Drexler's I think better. it's a no, fair no comparison. I mean, look,
0: look, Jordan. The guy hasn't lost in 15 fights. I think it's a fair comparison.
1: Okay, he's, fine, he's the best fine, in his division, saying, isn't like, he? You know, a guy, a, 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 at some point in the career in MMA, we see people become lethargic; they don't care as much anymore. Kamaru Usman's motivated. Kamaru mm-hmm. Usman wants, I, I believe, wants to make a statement. Uh, he wants to solidify himself his legacy. I'm hearing other people that handicap fights saying though he's distracted. He's filming movies. He was coaching his brother. I don't. I don't buy that. I think Kamar Uzman had a very interesting childhood. He's raising a daughter as a single dad, and I think that he is one of the greatest mixed martial artists we've ever seen. And I think he's once again going to be head and shoulders above and better than Leon Edwards. But I think Leon Edwards is 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 good enough to not be stopped. I think we're going five rounds. I think unanimous decision, once again, the wrestling and the striking uh, factor in for, for Kamaru Usman to get his hand raised on Saturday night.
0: So if we're going that, if it does go the distance, you're looking at uh, over four and a half or over three and a half rounds, whatever you're going to look at. Uh, Usman, by decision, minus 120. Those are probably the the most gambleable odds I see on here uh, because Usman to win by knockout is plus 240, which to me, if you're looking at this fight, That's the only way that Edwards has a chance in this fight, is if a a stand-up and he lands one, and somehow Edwards knocks out Usman, but Usman the favorite by knockout at plus 240, uh, Edwards by knockout at plus 550, uh, and then Usman by submission at 12-1, to so he's not going to submit him, and then Usman to win by decision at minus 120, so that might be the play there, or is this just a parlay suffer? (laughs)
1: I, I, I mean, I well, I well, my, my play is going to be Uzman via decision. But to comment on Edwards, like Edwards is not known as a power puncher. He's more of a volume guy. We have seen Uzman like get tagged in that uh, Gilbert Burns fight. I think he got, you know, st- struck up a little bit in, in the first Colby Covington fight, maybe a little bit in the second one as well. But I just don't see that. Of course, it's MMA. You know, anything could happen. You could land something and the fight completely changes its course. But I just, I just think Uzman is so cerebral. He's going to be able to push hard for 25 minutes. You got to remember that he trains at elevation in Colorado, so the adjustment to Salt Lake's not going to be a big factor. And I just think he's better than than Leon Edwards. But again, Leon Edwards matured enough that he's not going to be uh, uh, put out of there as quickly as you know the Mozambos and the Gilbert Burns of the world. So, decision win for Uzman is my play. The over at four and a half is my play. Well,
0: all right, that is UFC 278, at least the main card. Anything in the prelims? Because we did have some fight movement uh, as far as the cards go. Uh, you saw earlier this week that Marcin Taibura and Alexander Romanoff wore, was in the main card. They moved that down to the prelims. They moved uh, Wu Yanin and Lucy uh, Puzalova up to the main card. So anything in the prelims, anything from Marcin Taibura and Alexander Romanoff that was supposed to be a main card fight? <sighs>
1: I'm back and forth on Tybura and Romanoff. Um, I think Alexander Vol- Romanoff is a, is a guy that the UFC has identified as special. He's undefeated. But this is a huge step up in competition. Marcin Tybura has been in the UFC forever. He's fought the who's who in the in the heavyweight division. But I think this could be coming out party for, for Alexander Romanoff. The more and more I think about it, he also looks good and really in preparation. So I think a play with him inside the distance is likely going to be my suggested play uh, for that fight.
0: All right. And then, so along with that, in the main card, you've got uh, Pedro by submission (laughs) at plus 275, or in the first round if you want to get frisky at plus 300. Jose Aldo to win. Uh, at plus 115. Uh, In Costa and Rockhold, take the under 1.5 at minus 110. And in the main event, Kamara Usman to win via decision at minus 120. That is Jordan Sherwood. Follow him on Twitter at one on 1063. Get his picks at FatJackSports.com. Come on out to the uh, ESPN Chicago Football Fest. ESPNFootballFest.com. You have to register. It's free. Come out. Just register and show up and hang out with us. Ask for some picks. Make some bet with, us, bet with us there at the Hard Rock Casino in Northwest Indiana. Fat Jack is going to be there. He'll give you everything from the MMA. Well, you'll give him the MMA, but it'll be college football, NFL, Major League Baseball for the rest of the season. So the NBA schedule just came out, so there's that. So there's tons of stuff on FatJackSports.com to get to as well. Follow me on Twitter. I'm Adam Abdallah at Adam A. Abdallah. Tune in maybe tomorrow for our conversation with Leon Edwards and or Kamara Usman. I say and or. You never know, schedule Schedules change. Guys get in the zone. They go into that dark mode where they don't want to do any media or anything before the fight, and we might be a casualty of that. But we are scheduled to talk to both guys tomorrow, so look out for a podcast from that uh, dropping sometime tomorrow afternoon. And Jordan, anything else? Anything? Any? Any foot? No, any more, it any all more X-ray conversation? Seen uh, you got...
1: at football fest on how, Saturday. How many? Uh,
0: how many more weeks do you have in the uh, in the boot?
1: I'm like, I don't know, four to six, probably. Whoa. Still. Uh, uh, yeah. By uh, the time that the Sox are in the playoffs.
0: Okay, there you go. Yeah, you'll you'll take you'll. It'll be like a. Uh, it'll be like you'll be like Forrest Gump. All of a sudden, you'll start walking, and the boot will fall off as you're walking up the stairs at guaranteed rate.
1: Yeah, I'll be celebrating like a division championship, and then uh, I'll re-injure it again. So. Exactly.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> hey, that's a good way to injure it, though. I would take that. That's true. That's fine. So he's Jordan Sherwood. I'm Adam Abdallah. Tune in either this week or later next week uh, for another episode of the unnamed MMA podcast.